Welcome to the Educator State of Mind podcast, the best daily resource for educators to thrive at work and flourish in life. I'm your host, Jake Ruzzi. Every day, we'll explore tips, tricks, tools, practices, and stories to help you achieve and maintain a healthy life-work balance while working in education. Let's get to it. When was the last time you took a bubble bath and all of your problems melted away? I didn't think so. Today we're talking about the misconceptions of self-care and how we can start to think about them in a way for how we're building our own self-care practice. So number one is kind of, you know, it's the low-hanging fruit. Most people talk about self-care in terms of bubble baths or in terms of doing one small little activity for yourself to then clear the slate of months of stress and fatigue. And that's just simply not how it works. Bubble baths, one simple action, you know, taking a single walk, eating a single vegetable, having one drink replaced with water instead of soda, that's not self-care. Does it help? Does it add up? Yes. However, when we're thinking about self-care, we don't want to just rely on these small little activities that we can do because ultimately self-care is a part of a bigger practice. And if we're just relying on bubble baths or replacing one snack with a vegetable, then we're not really taking self-care seriously. What we are doing is just doing things that we enjoy, right? Like bubble baths are great. If you enjoy them, fantastic, do them. But that's not what you should be relying on when it comes to your self-care routine. Another thing that I hear when it comes to self-care is people saying things like, oh, I just need to get away for a little while, or I just need to, I need to go on a vacation and then everything's going to be fine. And that's not true either. Anybody who's ever gone and run away from their problems knows that you always come back to your problems. And so when we think about like, oh, well, I just need to get away. Yeah, vacations are nice. Taking a break is nice. But on its own, similar to replacing one activity like a bubble bath or a vegetable, you're not really getting the full effect. You're just going to try to ignore your problems for a little while. And as we know, ignoring your problems doesn't solve anything. We need to face them head on. And that brings me to my next point, which is self-care doesn't always feel good. I think there's a misconception and some people popularizing the idea that self-care is something that makes you feel good all the time. And that's just not true. Self-care in itself can be pretty uncomfortable. I mean, do you think going to therapy is fun for people? No, it's not. It's hard work. Do you think eating in moderation and avoiding fatty and sugary foods is fun? No, I love highly processed foods. I love Gardettos. I love snacks. I love pretzels. I love highly processed meats and cured meats like that. It's not good for you, though. Avoiding those things kind of sucks, but that all plays into the equation of self-care. And that's what we need to be thinking about. It doesn't have to feel good. Are there some things in self-care that feel good? Absolutely, like that's why we want to do them too. And in the long run, we're going to feel a lot better if we do some of these things that kind of stink, like facing our problems head on, which is not something anyone wants to do. But here we are. That's the price we pay for being human. Another thing that I hear quite often is this idea that we have to earn self-care. And you don't have to earn it. 
it's not something that should be a reward. Rewards are nice and earning things that we enjoy is fantastic. Setting goals of, you know, I want to accomplish X, Y, Z, and then I am going to treat myself to that nice bar of chocolate that I like. Fantastic. I love it. Keep it up. But that is not self-care necessarily, at least not on its own. You don't have to earn self-care. It should be something that's built into your routine, built into your life. And it should come before making any of those big great accomplishments because if you can't take care of yourself then those accomplishments aren't really going to mean anything when you burn out and fall face down on the ground and you're not able to continue accomplishing great things because you haven't taken care of yourself along the way self-care should come first it's not something to be earned it's something that you just inherently deserve i want you to hear that i'm giving you permission to take self-care seriously because you deserve it that's the bottom line Another thing that I see, and this is pretty common with working in schools, is, is this: there's a really big challenge when it comes to creating opportunities for self-care for people. And that's because self-care looks different for everyone. What's going to work really well for you might not work for me. What's going to work really well for me might not work for my wife. And that's okay. So where the problem comes in is I'm sure... That at some point in your school, in your role, in your job, wherever you are, the conversation of how to build in self-care for staff has come up. Sometimes this can look like, you know, someone saying, hey, we just got $500 to provide some self-care activities for the, for the staff. That's great. Let's figure out how to do that. And the conversation probably looks a little bit like this. Hey, what should we do with this money to provide self-care for our staff? And everyone just kind of scratches their head and isn't quite sure what to do. And that's because self-care is different for everyone. But I think there is a good solution that we can kind of move towards when we start to have these conversations. And I think that that is when we're thinking on a group level, we need to think about the culture of the school and how can we shift the culture to include more self-care. I don't think we're ever going to get something super fantastic where... We have one activity that we got a grant for $500, and now we did this, and everybody's taken care of. Huzzah. Those things are fun. Those things are nice, but they don't really change the culture of our school to be more focused on self-care and our staff taking care of ourselves. Just a thought on that one. So what are we doing in the long run, in the long term? How are we building self-care into our routines and that's something that we can get into in another episode. But today I just wanted you to think about, are you falling into any of these misconceptions that I've named out here? And how can we start kind of shifting the narrative for self-care being something that we build into our daily routine, into our life, into the way that we interact with our work, in the way that we interact with our personal lives? I think that is how we can think about self-care. It's not something that we do it's the way that we are. And so as you're going out into the world today, just think about that and maybe think about one thing that you can incorporate into your routine that will bring you closer to a higher baseline level of self-care. And that's something I'm going to talk about in another episode coming up is this idea of having a baseline level of self-care. And so until then, let me know what is one thing that you're incorporating into your routine or that you already have in your routine that 
without it, you just start to fall apart. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Educator State of Mind podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback is extremely valuable because together we can make the show the best daily resource for educators. And did you know that you can get involved with the show? If you'd like to learn more about being a part of the podcast, head over to jakerusey.com forward slash podcast for more information. I accept submissions for episode ideas, sound clips to include in the show, and invitations for interviews. If you have something important to say, let's get it on the show. Thanks again and have a spectacular day.